Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. This is about me wanting to live without you, whining in my ear all the time about eating bad guys or like nagging me about Anne or destroying my place or destroying my life. Do you know how lucky you are that I chose you? You chose me? Buddy, I'm the only person that took you in when your friends kicked you off the planet Ming Mong because you are a reject. You are a pariah. Need to protection my ass. You couldn't protect anything. You are useless. You can get a job down here cleaning toilets. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. Please let me fix it. How about it? So I can bring it again. Yeah. Welcome everyone to Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. This week we review the movie that is the worst nightmare for someone with odontophobia or even blaninophobia. It's 2021's Venom, Let There Be Carnage. But first, he's the guy that just wants to be accepted for who he is and be able to eat head all day long without people judging. It's Jason. How you doing, Jason? Wait, wait, wait. When you say it like that, it makes it sound really weird and sexual. Does it? Huh. I never thought it did. Oh, well. Moving on. You got any news? Or, I'm sorry, news about CBC. Anything? What's happening around CBC? Nothing. Nothing's happening around CBC because I don't know when this is going to release. This could release next month, this next year, next decade for all I know. And who knows what's happening around CBC at that point. Well, I have it on good authority that this is uh, releasing on October, um, specifically, well, no, I take that back. How about November? Yeah, so I have no idea what's going to happen in November. I don't have my crystal ball. It's it's not here. It's in the shop. So it's I, can't tell shop? You, I can't tell you what's going to happen around CBC in November. Well, it's actually October 29th. It's... Uh, Technically, still, see, this you don't even know when it's going to release, so Look, that could be to, pushed, and I that could be October twenty ninth, you know, two thousand thirty four. It, it might, it might be. Well, I mean, it is already kind of weird. Uh, we're covering the second Venom movie, and we haven't even covered the first Venom movie, right? Um, which makes it e- even more entertaining, right? No, um, no, no, no. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right. Um, no news. Nothing. Nothing big's happening. Um, other than uh, Disney settled uh, with ScarJo. They so, did. Yeah. For a reported, uh, a rumored $40 million, which was twice as much as they were originally asking, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, yeah. And then uh, what, she's got to like do something with uh, Tower of Terror or something like that? I don't think too. she's got to do it. I think uh, I think she requested more projects for some more of that sweet, sweet Disney cash. Ah, sweet, sweet Disney. Oh, how I love Disney. And it's deep pockets. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, how about a, uh, how about a pod crawl? Let's do it. All right. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. 
Pod crawl, pod crawl, excellent. Insert it deep, pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Movie opens in 1996 with a young Cletus Cassidy having his love taken away from him at St. Estes' home for unwanted children. Apparently, Cletus's girlfriend is a mutant, but not a mutant because those things don't exist yet. Anyway, her superpower involves screaming really loud just like a nagging housewife. As she is being transferred to her new digs, a young officer Mulligan is rendered deaf in one ear by the nagging housewife as she tries to escape. The escape fails and housewife is placed in a room in Ravencroft Institute where no one can hear her nagging. Back in the present day, Eddie Brock and Venom have a bit of a love-hate relationship about their eating habits and superhero antics. Eddie is contacted by the now-detective Mulligan to go interview a grown-up Cassidy that has a taste for killing of the cereal variety. Cat and Logan would have had a field day with this guy if he was real. During the interview, Brock takes a look at Cassidy's cell and all the drawings that are all over the walls. Venom having a photographic memory, redraws everything when they return home. From the drawings and the clues, they are able to discover the location of all the bodies that Cassidy buried. The discovery of the bodies changes Cassidy's sentence to death by lethal injection and Brock's popularity rises with the media. Cassidy requests that Eddie comes and visit him one last time for another interview. During this, Cassidy starts insulting Brock. Venom gets all but hurt from all the mean things that are said and attacks Cassidy. During the fight, Cassidy ends up biting Brock's hand and gets a taste of his blood, and with it, a bit of Venom too. Brock's ex-fiancé drops a bombshell on Eddie and tells him she is getting remarried to douche Dr. Dan. Heartbroken, Eddie gets depressed and Venom tries to cheer him up with a hearty breakfast and a pep talk. Meanwhile, Cassidy's execution goes terrible. The little bit of Venom in Cassidy morphs into a new symbiote and protects Cassidy from death and names himself Carnage. The new duo breaks out of prison and head off to save their nagging housewife lover and kill Eddie slash Venom. Brock and Venom have a lover's quabble and the two split up. Eddie wants less Venom in his life and Venom wants to eat people and not live off of chicken and chocolate. Eddie is detained by Detective Mulligan due to his interactions with Cassidy before the prison escape and the fact that things like this seem to happen around Eddie. Eddie calls ex-fiancé lawyer Chick and reveals to her that Venom is in fact alive, but not in him anymore. He tells her that she needs to find him and bring him back so he can defeat Cassidy slash Carnage. Lawyer Lady eventually finds Venom and convinces him to help break Eddie out of the police station. Lady Venom breaks in, saves Brock and the two make up and the Eddie-Venom duo are back together to go kick some symbiote ass. Skip to the showdown in the church. Carnage is basically mopping the floor with Venom until they use housewife's nagging powers and a church bell to destabilize the bonding and Cassidy falls to his death and a hostless Carnage is eaten by Venom. Cue Eddie and Venom heading to the beach and a tear in the multiverse happens and Venom hates Spider-Man credits. All right. Venom, let there be Carnage. Uh, second second Venom movie uh, that's come out. Uh, yep. You never, you never saw the first one, correct? Nope, still haven't. So you you haven't seen it. Um, you went and saw this one, right? Yep, and this oh. one does has not convinced me that I need to go see the first one. Okay. Um, were you were you lost? No, I mean I, I really wasn't that lost. So they okay. did they did okay for people coming in fresh who haven't seen the first one. I mean okay. they, they that, made that was references had, to the though. first one. Um, yeah. And I, I'm sure if you've seen it, that may have helped enhance the film experience. But no, I mean, well, it wasn't I lost. mean, you, it you was had a, a bit. I was it say, wasn't a, a complex more. enough fucking plot to get lost. No, no, you had a bit more uh, 
you had a bit more backstory on the ex-fiance uh, piece um, in the first one. Uh, you kind of you kind of figure out why he fell from grace. I mean, they they kind of make a mention as to why Brock was, uh, you know, that he had like some online show or whatever. Uh, they kind of make mention of that. Um, you get a little bit more backstory from Venom. Uh, they're using him as a. Um, they were going to take over the world, um, take over the planet with uh, symbiotes, and then Venom had a change of heart because he was considered a loser on his planet, kind of like Brock, as Venom put it. So, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it uh, there was a little bit more in it, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I had a good. I had a. I was curious whether or not not seeing the first one uh, not necessarily confused you, but, you know, did you think you should have, you know, were you lost in spots? No, no, I really wasn't. And if I was, I didn't care enough to think I was lost. Okay. All right. Um, What'd you think of uh, Harrelson uh, and his performance as Cassidy? Oh, I like Woody Harrelson. I mean, he's yeah. a, he's a really good actor. I thought his I thought his portrayal of uh, what's his face, um, oh crap, Cletus. Yeah, Cletus. Yep. was yep. was fine in here. I mean, did he make a believable serial sociopath serial killer? Oh yeah, but I mean, he's been in that part before. I mean, Natural Born Killers. He played a, yeah. a rampaging psychotic in that. Yeah. What about uh, what about when when he's sitting there in the uh, you know because you don't really see the rampaging part until later. Um, did you think he? Do you think he played a good enough mind game uh, when he was in the prison? What do you What do you mean by a good enough mind game? Well, I mean, I was I was kind of. I'm not sure he was trying to play mind games. You don't think he was? Well, I mean, he was. Being very poetic or or cryptic with some of the stuff he was saying with uh, with Eddie. Um, yeah, so I think he wanted Eddie to pass messages to his girlfriend. Right. I was, was going to say I find it interesting that they, after all these years, they're still an item after not ever seeing. I mean, he didn't know that she was alive. Right. I mean, did he not? No, he did. It I mean, seemed like he did. Well, but I mean, it's he immediately not like, went to her after he broke out of prison. Yeah. Well, and that's that's what kind of confused me. I mean, how did he know where they where she was being taken and held? I mean, it's been so long. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, that, so he he hacked into um, he hacked into that one computer using Carnage. And that's how he figured out oh, that that's she was in Ravenhold. Right, right, right. That's how he found. That's right. I remember that now. Uh, hacked into the one computer and but and he knew that she was alive. I think otherwise he wouldn't have known to go and try and find her. I don't know. It just it just seemed a little weird that uh, after all this time they were still an item. Um, well, I mean, why wouldn't they be? Well, I don't know. I mean, because it'd been so many years. What okay 30, thirty years or whatever, and they were young kids. Well, they were younger, yeah, younger. 
Well, uh, I mean, how old do you think they were in '96? I I was thinking early early twenties, maybe late teens. Yeah, so you figure they're probably you know maybe 19, 20 years old. So that puts them at about forty nine, fifty in in this movie. Yeah. Uh. So and his uh his uh his appearance in Venom Two was was foreshadowed. Not even really foreshadowed. I mean, he was in the closing credits of of the first Venom, so that was kind of kind of interesting. Um, or not interesting, but it was good to see that they brought him back after teasing it because they've done that before. Um, with some of Sony has with some of their Spider-Man stuff, you know, they tease it and then it just doesn't come to fruition. Um, right. You know, so that was, there was always that, uh, are they going to do it or are they not, you know, and until they announced it, um, you know, it, it was always, Oh, did they just give us a little, little tease and they're changing their mind? Who knows? Um, did you think uh did you think Carnage the way Carnage was are are you familiar with the Venom Carnage comic book stuff at all or Not Carnage no not not really Carnage and not Venom once um Peter Parker got rid of him after he found him in the Secret Wars Gotcha okay Um so I'm very familiar with with how Venom or the symbiote uh came to came to Earth and that was during the uh, the Secret Wars. Uh, Spider Man's right. suit got all fucked up. Yeah, and uh, so he found this this black suit that kind of conformed to him, and then he he wore it for, geez, many many issues right. until it started to have him do stuff while he slept, and so then he wanted to just get rid of it, but it wouldn't leave him. Yeah, it wouldn't let go. Yeah. And so he had to go to, uh, uh, oh, what's his face? Um, oh, God, Mr. Fantastic uh, to get it off. And that's where they discovered that that sound waves, uh, it didn't like sound waves. They they used a, a sonic blaster of some sort to get it off of him. Yeah. Yeah, and then it found Brock and... Uh, yeah, and then, then they had it trapped for a little while, and I don't know how it found Eddie Brock. That was later on in, in the Spider-Man series after I'd stopped reading it. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, So well, so I was going to ask if uh, if you are familiar with the Carnage thing, if the way they introduced Carnage this time uh, was any better than how they did it in the comics. No. Um, no clue. Yeah. So in the comics, they they... Uh, Brock was in the same cell as Cassidy and, uh, Venom, the symbiote found Brock and re-merged with him and then they broke out and Venom left a piece of himself there, a seed. So apparently he gave birth to a baby, um, and Cassidy absorbed it or the symbiote, the seed absorbed into his bloodstream. That seems more plausible than how they did it in the movie, where he just bit him and got a little bit of Eddie Brock blood on him. That, yeah, I guess had some yeah. venom in it. I don't know. Yeah, so so I and I couldn't remember, and I couldn't find anything per se. I couldn't remember if in the first movie, if if the symbiote, if if Brock was infected by the symbiote, or if it was just part of him, you know and his body absorbed it or if like he got infected and it was in his bloodstream 
Um, I was trying to, I was trying to find something. I couldn't, I couldn't find it and I couldn't for the life of me remember. Um, and when I started thinking about it, it was today, <laughs> recording day. And well, when I was, you know, I was typing my notes up and things like that. Cause one of the other things I looked up is, okay, why, why is carnage red and venom is black? And then, you know, and then the, and the, other, later on in the comics, you got all these other symbiotes that are different colors. Um, well, and they the, they kind of alluded that to to that in the movie. Whenever right. Venom first saw him, he goes, "Oh, he's one of them," and then spouted off a type. I was like, "Okay, are they going to explore he's a red that?" One. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a, a red, red one. one. Fuck that. Yeah, and I was like, "We're going to well, die." Uh, are they going to explain that any, or are they yeah. just going to leave that fucking? Yeah, hanging? and that's that's what confused or not didn't confuse me, but I was like, "Okay, are there different?" types yeah. that do you can't different get confused things. if you're in a perpetual state of confusion right, right. yeah 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 um and, and even my kids ask that he's like so so there's different colors and it's like well in the comics there are um i don't know why uh why there's they choose the color they choose um there's a i guess a theory out there um that's been floating around for a long time that like carnage is red because the symbiote p because the symbiote started black but was absorbed through the bloodstream, so it changed the symbiote to red as it matured. So, and, and I'm kind of thinking for they kind of took that in this one because you know it was Venom's blood, or it was you know it was uh, Brock's blood with with a piece of venom in it. Um, but yeah, they don't really they don't really explain why it's a completely different character. Right. They never say, oh, that's my, you know, other than father. Right. You know, Carnage calls Venom father all right. the time. But they never really, you know, Venom never really uh, acknowledges that that's my kid or, or or anything. He's just like, oh, that's a red one. Fuck that. You know, um, which I thought was a little weird. Um, I was hoping they'd explain it. Maybe it'll come up later. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. And again, I don't know enough about the symbiotes to, to yeah. say. So yeah, I did a I did a little bit of research today on symbiotes, but I didn't really didn't really in, dig into it. There is a whole they just didn't have enough pictures out there that you could yeah interpret. they they didn't. And there there is a whole ba- I mean huge ass backstory that they retconned into it later on, um, or I, I guess not retconned. They just explained it more after the whole Spider-Man thing. So, um, why do you think, uh, why do you think Carnage was stronger in this one than Venom? Or so much stronger? Well, they yeah, kind I of have, explained have, that in the movie. Okay, because um, I, I have a theory, yeah. Oh, you said Carnage. Why was Carnage, Carnage so much stronger? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that Carnage was stronger. Well, he was, get, he was whipping Venom's ass for a while. For a little bit, and... I, that may have been just because Venom was weakened by his partying and lack of brains, I guess. That's uh, so. That's what I was thinking. I mean, um, but it ended up he he ended up not being stronger because well, because the, they didn't bond the beyond. Yeah. yeah, the bond between the uh, between um, what's his face Cassidy. Jesus Christ, Cassidy. Why cannot not fucking remember I don't know. Cassidy? Cleet- Cletus Cassidy. Cletus. Yeah, so the bond between Cletus and Carnage never really happened. It wasn't a symbiotic relationship. Right. So yeah, the, was the, that that using, bond 
never really happened, and that that's what ultimately allowed them to to finally win after Venom got his ass handed to him. Yeah, yeah. Did did you notice during the fall how uh, how the symbiote uh, jumped around to get back to uh, Brock in time? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind. I thought that was really cool. Uh, the the visual that they did on that. Um, on, on you know going through the three going through the two people to get to the third one um so let's talk of um let's talk in credits real quick you stuck around saw the end i did not oh you <laughs> why I about it though i just why i wanted to leave i was done with the movie oh all right so so in credits uh mid credits actually um you know, uh, they were at the beach, right? Uh, chilling out, hanging out, um, and then uh, it gets to the mid credits, and they're sitting there, and uh, Venom is going to explain to Brock uh, or give Brock a taste of the high the the symbiote hive mind. They have like eons and eons of knowledge, um, and so he was going to try to give him a little bit of taste. Basically, this is where I came from, type of deal. Um, if I told you everything, uh, basically Brock said, Hey, my mind's an open book, but yet I don't know anything about you. And he's like, if I told you, if I let you into my entire mind, it would, it would fry you. Right. And yeah. so Brock's like, well, give me a little bit. And, and Venom's like, okay, here you go. And he's about to do it. And the whole place shimmers. And then all of a sudden he is in a, um, so he wasn't a beat up, you know, um, we're going to say, uh, ghetto, beach house right mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden it turns into like club med five star beach house all this other stuff um, and on the TV is uh, J. Jonah Jameson from the Spider-Man MCU universe um, talking so J. about J.K. Simmons yes J.K. Simmons yep uh, talking about Spider-Man being a menace um, and you know the whole uh, the whole thing during the entire time wanting to be, uh, what is it? Lethal, uh, uh lethal protector, th- lethal protector. Yeah. Yep. So they want to be he- a hero and everything like that. Um, so Venom's like, Ooh, there's a bad guy. Let's go buddy. Um, basically. And, and I think that's how they set up the whole anti-hero at, or, 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 um, nemesis for spy, uh, Spider-Man in the future. And that's where it left off. Psst. Um, so my theory, because they haven't really said anything, my theory is it's uh, uh, tying into the events that happened in Spider-Man 3 uh, with the whole breaking of the multiverse um, by Strange. Um, do like, you think... Which we Spider-Man was, 3? Uh, no Way Home. Oh, okay. The one coming out at, uh, this year. Sorry, Because the other Spider-Man 3 had, you know, the black suit in it. Right, it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, not the Tobey Maguire. We're uh, I'm talking um, Tom Holland. Um, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're going to see a Venom cameo. What you do think, you think so? I think so. I mean, maybe not huge. Maybe not not anything huge, but a, and it might even be just uh, like a mid credit teaser potentially. 
mean, I don't, do I don't think? know. So I don't know that they're going to bring Venom into the MCU. I mean, the, he's kind of MCU adjacent at this point, right? But yeah, but they're talking about. I, I thought they were talking about trying to get all of the whole Spider-Man thing, more or less canon. Because didn't Tom just sign up again for some more? I don't know. Maybe I, I thought he. I thought he's just secured uh, uh, an extension. I don't know. I haven't read up on on Sony's roadmap for their other Spider-Man characters. I I, yeah. I wouldn't think they would want to attach their Spider-Man characters too much to the MCU because then they have to kind of conform to Feige's vision. Yeah. Of what true. the MCU is going to be and that's going to that's going to kind of hamper them if they want to go into a different direction with the characters that they own. Well, they don't so, own them. Characters so, that they have leased. Yeah, so if they um if they decide not to go forward, right? Um you know, Holland saying that he's not done. Um he'd be he'd come back. I mean, he he is saying that this one's his last one um under the contract. Um but if they let's say they don't bring Holland back, do you think they'll bring uh, a different Spider-Man into the thing and then try to do that whole um, maybe MCU adjacent type of, you know, in the MCU, but not necessarily, you know, maybe one of those uh, 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 divergent timelines. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how Sony's, I don't know exactly all the characters that Sony has control of in terms of the Spider-Man universe. I think it's Spider-Man and his rogues gallery. So if it's just Spider-Man, like, but, but which Spider-Man, because there's several iterations of Spider-Man, right? There's Peter Parker, there's Miles Morales, and then there's a few others. Yeah, that's true. So which Um, Spider-Man do they, do they have control of? Now they did do Spider-Man into the multiverse, that animated flick the Spider-verse, and Spider-Verse, yeah. The, into yeah. the Spider-Verse, yeah. So I guess they do and that was that was Sony, right? Uh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was Sony. So I guess they do control all of the Spider-Man universe Spider-Man. Yeah. So I or, don't know. Or at least can use them. Yeah, I don't know. That uh, that's a that's a good question. I I don't know. I don't know what they would do with that. I don't know that they want to totally detach from the MCU because they like that sweet, sweet Disney money, just like yeah. ScarJo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and who wouldn't? Because Disney's got plenty of it, so they can they can throw plenty of that around. I I just I don't know that they want to attach themselves too hard to the MCU, so they they still have wiggle room if they wanted to go a different direction with some of their their characters. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what what all they own. Um, I mean, it says that they uh, Sony owns. Quick research on the fly: Sony owns <laughs> the <laughs> film rights, uh, but Disney owns the merchandising rights. So I don't. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, it I'm doesn't, just talking it doesn't about the, say, the film. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't say what part, how much of the universe of Spider-Man do they own, you know? I know they own the the oh, what is it? The Sinister 6. Yeah. So they own those those six guys. Um 
Well, they have rights to them. They don't or own have. Them. Yeah, I'm sorry, have film rights to them. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because you would have thought the you would have thought that they would. Well, I mean, Peter Parker's more uh, widely known. I was going to say if did if they didn't if Sony didn't own uh, own all the rights, you would have thought that they would have brought in like a Miles Morales or something like that for the MCU, just so they don't have to deal with it. Yeah, but, but Peter Parker is the iconic Spider-Man. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Everybody knows Peter. They don't know Miles or, you know, Spider-Man 2099 or whatever it is. And Yeah. Uh, so what, is, what didn't work for you on this? I mean, it, it convinced you the you pacing. don't have to watch the next one. But. Yeah, the pacing. The pacing okay. was just all over the place in this movie. Yeah. It sped up, it slowed down. It sped up, it slowed down. Um, it was so fucking dark in most of it. And, you it know, is. I don't mind dark scenes to set mood, but I'd still like to be able to see what the fuck is going on. But when everything is dark and there's no, like, highlighting to where I can see, you know, what's going on, yeah, that, that turns me off. Uh, the interactions between Brock and his ex fiance or ex-girlfriend or whatever the fuck they were, those seem kind of like shoved in at the last minute. Um, yeah, so that was a that was a little jarring to me too. Um, you know, they kind of had a falling out at at in the first movie, and it and it worked out all right. It was kind of a you know you do something with your life type of deal. Uh, but then it kind of seemed like at the end of the movie that they were, uh, they were at least on good terms. You know, they were okay. Um, they were still broken up, but they were okay. They didn't hate each other. But then in this one, it's like they hadn't talked to each other forever, right? And then out right. of nowhere, and but but he's still pined for her, but they never did anything about it. Or, you know, but so now they're just, at the end of this one, they're just fine. They're okay and. They seem on yeah. good terms. Yeah, right. So right, maybe right. in three they'll be, you know, uh, a love, a love. Well, no, they'll they'll be a, right a back to where rectangle. they were, where they yeah. haven't talked to each other forever, and well, yeah, because yeah, he's he, he they're estranged. Away. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just it just seemed like it went back where it started. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, um, uh, I thought he, the whole I thought the whole way that he became Carnage was kind of dumb. With the the uh, suck in the blood or whatever, yeah. With with the, you know, part of Eddie Brock's blood, I guess, apparently had a little bit of venom in it, and that made him carnage. So, right. so how does and, that and, work? Because surely he's been beat up before, like in the first movie, and he's left some blood behind. So if somebody goes and licks uh, a puddle of his blood, they're going to become a carnage again. I mean, how does or this fucking there's work? A, yeah, there's like a carnage rat out out there somewhere. Right. That, right. Right. <laughs> Uh, does does he leave a little bit of venom uh, when he pisses? I mean, how, right. how does how does that how does that work? Um, yeah, I thought that was a little a little rough. Um, you know, it would have made more sense if if somehow part of part of venom got left behind because you know he he threw his tendril out there and beat him up or whatever. You know, if he had sliced them or something like that and left a puddle of it or a, a piece of it or something. Um, I think yeah. that would have been a little bit made a little bit more sense, but yeah, no, just a, a drop of blood that 
basically matures fast enough. Because, I mean, he was on death. He was, like, getting executed. Was it that day or the next day or something? I mean, it was, it was probably really the next quick. day. It looked like he was having his final meal. Right, yeah. So now all the less than 24 hours and the symbiote has matured enough to to do it or to to take over yeah to stop that, his execution and then right yeah has enough and, yeah has enough power and, to to break yeah, out has, of prison and right kill has a enough bunch juice to do it yeah. yeah right yeah, yeah that just and then the whole it, public therapy session with venom after he left brock that that didn't work for me i i okay so was that was that a lg was that like a uh lgbtq bar uh what bar he was at a rave, or the rave. You know, the rave. I'm sorry, not the bar, but the rave. Was that uh, a? I don't. Was think that a so. pride rave or something? It kind of because it kind of seemed that way because of the way he was talking, made it seem like he was, you know, coming out. Right? It was his coming out. You know, don't hold me. No, back I think he was just bitching to a bunch of people about his fucking problems. Okay. Okay. So I I took it as like yeah he was something he you was need bitching. to discuss. No, Rob, no, you, I t- do you need to right. come out? Yeah, yeah. No, I was I took it as he was bitching, right? But he was bitching about stuff, but to me the audience was taking it more along the lines of he was talking about how he's being held back because of the way the way he is, you, you know, uh in being a you know, gay or whatever, you know, whatever he is underneath that costume, right? Because that's what they thought it was was a a, a costume. Um, that's, that's kind of how I took it. Um, yeah, I didn't get that. No, yeah, I figured everybody was just, you know, high stoned off the board. <laughs> and yeah, having fun at a fucking rave and he okay. interrupts the, the, the act and, uh, bitches to them about his fucking experience. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that so. didn't work for me either. Okay. All right. Uh, what did you like? Oh, that's a that's a harder question. So uh, okay. Oh, also Venom. <laughs> so Tom Hardy was obviously voicing Venom as well, yes. and it's yes, it's yes, basically yeah. just uh, it's Bane. <laughs> it's lower. Bane. Yeah, it's Bane slightly lower. <laughs> they, yeah. they modulated him down. Right. Yeah, that kind of didn't work so for me either. I was like, oh, yeah. this is just Bane. He's this is just, just Bane. Bane. It's just his Bane voice. Yeah. Except he's not baning into a into a cup. He's baning into a mask this time. Yeah, so mm. I kind of liked Venom's sarcasm. That was fun. Yes. The, the yeah. back and forth between Eddie and Venom sometimes was fun until it went just one kind of stupid joke too far, and then that just broke the broke everything that they'd done before. So they, okay. they need to they need to understand that less is more whenever it comes to that kind of banter. But yeah. um. Okay. The the effects were okay. I didn't see so a I lot of them. a lot of a lot of flaws in the effects until you got to the church scene, and then you could see some of the the compositing um, between the special effects and the and the background. Okay. And that wasn't helped by the darkness. They didn't they didn't get the the lighting the same between the background and the and the uh, the 3D effects composite. Yeah, so, so, and the so this seems. Didn't help with that. Yeah, and this seems to be a recurring thing with Venom. Um, the big, the big battle that they had in the first one was at night, in the dark, 
and it was chaotic. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know if they're just doing that because Venom is more of a knight type character in the comics, or uh, if they were trying to hide flaws, you know, with with the way. Um, Maybe a little of both. Yeah, the way the, the, the tendrils and stuff like that come shooting out, you know, the fluids. Maybe maybe they're they're trying to hide the flaws in the fluids just so that it's, n- you know, because fluids are hard to, to CGI, typically. The fight at Ravenhurst, <clears throat> or Ravencroft, or whatever the Ravencroft. fuck. Ravencroft, yeah, yeah. Ravencroft. The yeah, fight that- at Ravencroft didn't work for me either. No. Whenever the police came in. That and, was dumb. And he... Uh, he suspended the Mustang with his tentacles, and then yeah. started, um, and then started, you know, thrashing the police around, and and yeah, that just that that didn't work for me either. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, nope, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I mean, how did she know how to drive? I, right, I yeah. That is a really good question because she was like an expert fucking driver and she's right. never, as far as we know, driven right. or hasn't driven in the last 30 years at least. Well, yeah, because cause even when they were at St. Estes or whatever, it made it seem like they they were prisoners more or less, right? I mean, right. definitely don't get out and, you know, take driver's ed. Sure. You yeah. Know, so, so that just, I was like... What the hell? Yeah, that didn't make sense either. No, no. And and then they never... Uh, what's with the eye? That's, uh, you know, I mean... Well, she got shot in the face. Well, I know she got shot in the face, presumably shot in the eye or whatever, but, I mean, was that a fake eye? Was that... Was... I You know... It was cool-looking makeup, I guess. I, I mean, guess. so she either got shot in the face or she got powder burns to that eye. But the scarring above and below the eye made it seem like she was shot in the face. So maybe they right. were able to save well, I, the yeah. eye somehow and it got turned it to colors, colors. Or changed okay. colors, or maybe the eye didn't work. And so why did the detective change colors? What? Why did the detective's eyes change color at the end? Oh, I don't know. You know, they, they turned blue too. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Because I know, uh, so in the comics, because I did look that, I, I was looking at, again, researching symbiote crap. Um, in the comics, that detective ends up being Toxin. I don't um, even know who that is. Uh, it's a symbiote that does, that's a good guy. Um, and its main ability is to absorb toxins and basically cure people, heal people. Um where did so this symbiote come from? Uh, another one of uh, Venom's babies. Oh, so, Jesus. So Venom had uh, six kids during oh the uh, comic series, apparently. Had six offspring. Venom um, needs, to use, needs to learn how to use a fucking condom. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, or at least just keep his shit in his pants. Just uh, dropping illegitimate children... Everywhere. All over place. Yep, yep. But yeah, I I didn't understand the whole blue eye thing either. I that didn't make sense to me. Not only on on a girlfriend, but on the detective. I just it seemed 
okay, what? <laughs> What's that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Box office. Let's talk box office numbers. Did you well, happen to look at any of It did very well at the yeah. So I did oh, look yeah. at the box office yeah, numbers. Yeah. It did very well. It's been the best pandemic movie release mm-hmm. at a hundred and hundred and fifteen million. Yep, hundred and fifteen point nine million. Uh, let me look here. Uh, because they just had it, which is actually ten million more than the first one. Right, right, yeah. So it did, it did better than the first one. Uh, now, did during the first a pandemic, one, yeah. Did the first was that how much the first one did total? No, that was first opening weekend. Oh, for opening weekend, okay. Um, yeah, during a pandemic, it did better than that. Um, I'm looking here. Uh, Okay, yeah, so that 115 is actually accurate as of right now, uh, uh, this recording. Because I saw an article here that was like two hours old, um, and they're they're reporting the same amount. Uh, it did better than uh, Black Widow, uh, Shang-Chi. Well, over the weekend. It didn't have over an the opening weekend. day better than Black Widow. Well, no, no, but uh, opening weekend... Um, it did better than Black Widow, uh, did better than Shang-Chi, or equaled Shang-Chi. Ties, tied with Shang-Chi. Um, For opening so weekend? Yeah, yeah. Uh, bo- the box office, uh, so the, the box office for the five days ties with Shang-Chi, you know, within a couple million, basically. Let's see, five day, it, it uh, ended with a domestic of one, 102.1 million. So, yeah, but that was just domestic. So yeah, worldwide, just, it did 116. Right, worldwide 116. Um, but it tied for the domestic stuff with Shang Chi, I guess. Um, and uh, and actually, they uh, on top of that, it came in 25 to 30 million ahead of what they were expecting. So yeah, yeah, they were I mean, only looking so. I think Sony estimated about forty million. Yeah, um, and then 40, analysts were looking yeah. at about sixty-five on its yeah. opening weekend. So yeah, it beat expectations. Yeah, which which is good. Um, well, I don't know. Is know, it good because now they're going to make a third one? Well, well, maybe, uh, maybe not good for a third one. Who knows? Uh, but I was thinking more in terms of you know, it's good in terms of there's there's hope for movies. You know, uh, going back to the theaters more frequently. Um, maybe at the end of the year, the whole HBO Max um, simultaneous release might change. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Um, did you uh, did you think this was too long? No, no. I mean, it was only like what an 90, hour and forty minutes. Ninety-seven minutes total. Jeez, yeah, so close to an hour and 40 minutes. So yeah, I don't think it was too long. I mean, it was actually shorter than I thought it would be. It did feel kind of long, but no, I don't think it was. I think if they cut it any shorter, it wouldn't have been worth the money. Gotcha, okay. All right, uh, so um, I gave this thing an official name. Uh, and yes, uh, I gave it an official name on a recording that hasn't happened that will release after this, but the recording has already happened. So there's the time travel for you folks. Um, 
This segment is the uh, superhero or supervillain roll call. Um, so, you got is Carnage. Is that the official name? The it superhero, is. superhero or uh, supervillain yeah, yeah, yeah. roll call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll shorten it up or give it some fancy uh, uh, zinger in the future or in the past. I don't know which. Um, I'll figure it out. Maybe maybe I'll have trumpets blaring some sort of fanfare. Oh um, who knows? I, I'll I'll come up with something. But superhero roll call, SHSV uh, roll call, superhero, supervillain, super powered, super powered roll call. That seems to be more concise. That is. Let's go with wait the whole thing. So superhero, supervillain, no, maybe no. super power roll. That that whole thing. Swear to God, if you make me sit through this any longer. Okay. Uh, superpower roll call. Who uh, Who would you do? Wait, shit. Who would you want to be? Who would I do? <laughs> who would you do? Well, that's a, that's a whole different question. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that one later. That's the, uh, that's the uh, fifth award. Right. <laughs> Who would you do award? So I don't know what super. I mean, so Carnage and Venom's superpower were pretty much the same fucking thing. Only Carnage seemed a lot more erratic, and we don't know if that's because he was a different type of symbiote, or if that was somehow shaped by Cassidy's like fragmented hey! psychotic mind. You said his name. Yeah, I finally remembered it. Did you write it down? No, <laughs> it's on your hand. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I don't know, but but they're basically the same fucking character. Just one is more a little more psychotic than the other. Yeah, I don't know that screaming at people is a really good superpower. Well, I mean, I can tell you, Jan does it quite frequently. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess uh, you're I sleeping mean, on the you, couch tonight. You, I mean, you hear it all the time between uh, her and Nick. I well, yeah, mean, but I think Nick has the the larger lungs so uh, nick is nick's just loud in general yeah um so I'm six gonna, months I guess, no shit that's that's what i'm hoping yeah. yeah i'll believe it whenever i see it but getting back uh so i think uh i think i'm just gonna go the default i'm gonna go venom on this okay um yeah i'm gonna go the same same direction uh i'd like to i'd like to think venom's a little more grounded than uh, Carnage, um, or you know, at least at least he has um, he has regulated himself or 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 uh, approved or whatever to eat chickens and chocolate. Um, so you know, hey, there's that. Uh, so not eating people so much. Yeah, but I mean that's not really a superpower. That's just well, him. no, no. But I can get on board with that, you know, of of eating chickens and chocolate instead of uh, eating people. I don't think I'd ever get used to eating people if I was like in Eddie Brock's shoes and had the venom symbiote thing. So, um, well, but there's nothing stopping from Carnage from just eating chickens and chocolate. Oh, except Carnage wouldn't do it. I mean, Why? he ate a priest. He did eat a priest. But yeah. that was that was because he was. I think he was shaped by the mind of of Cassidy. I like black. There you go. Over red. Sure. 
Okay, perfect. This is good That's a reason as any. Good as reason as any. All right. Uh, final thoughts. Um, would you would you recommend this? No, no. No. You can definitely skip it or watch okay. it whenever it comes out on on some sort of streaming video. Although I did see Venom was on FX the other day, so you could wait till it even comes out to to cable and watch it there. Okay. I'm going to go the other way. I like the movie. Um, I thought the first one was pretty good. I liked the second one. Um, I didn't think it was, and I don't think it was terrible. Uh, was it worth the money? Yeah, sure. If you're doing matinee. Well, and I, I probably would have—I probably would have gone just to support our local theater because I like our little local theater. I mean, they've—they've they've done some renovations and it's—it's it's gotten really, really good now. So, yeah, are they? Do they still have just the two? Yeah, they still have just the two screens. I mean, I don't know where they would expand to if they wanted to expand to more screens. Do Do you have the uh, reclining seats yet? No, but those are coming. Oh, so they're so they are going to they are, are going to redo the, old... the seats. Are you in the the old style uh, fold up bucket seats? They're the old style sta- uh, stadium seating, but they're they're right. fairly comfortable. I mean, they've got good padding. They're nice and wide. And oh, okay. They're 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 large seats. So so they're like two thousands, not the nineties. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, seating. they're not the okay. they're not the nineties stadium seating where you sit on them for fifteen minutes and your ass is numb. Yeah, right, right. All right. All right, how about awards? You got any awards? Yeah, I got a few. Okay, perfect. Uh, let's start, Jason, with the black lung. Black lung. So trying to think if anybody was smoking in this. I want to say I saw somebody smoking, but maybe I didn't. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. So we don't have a default yet, do we? Or an honorary? We do not. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm gonna say I don't know. All right, perfect. Um, I'm gonna oh, give, I'll give mine... it to I'll give it to the the school for whatever wherever they okay. the Saint Estes. Yep. I'll give it to Saint Estes. All right, it's a twofer because uh, that's who I was gonna give it to is Saint Estes. That that bitch was lit on fire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Head lush. So head lush. I'm gonna give it to. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Brock. And uh, when he got the news about marriage, um, he kind of. They didn't really show it so much, but it looked like he woke up the next morning with a hangover. Well, he was drinking whenever he saw her, oh. right? Oh, that's well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 They they had enjoyed a. Uh, uh, a beer or whatever, yeah, yeah. So Brock's gonna get mine too. Okay. Uh, how about your uh, player, Jason? Oh, player. So this one's. Uh, I mean, you you really can't give it to Brock because he didn't get the girl. You can't really give it no. to the girl because I mean she was already dating Doctor Dipshit. Um, I'm gonna give mine to Cassidy. Okay. Uh, because. Uh, what's her face? And I can't even remember her name. Francis. Yeah, Francis was pining for him for over thirty years, and he was pining mm-hmm. for her. And uh, he even he even 
broke her out of, of Ravencroft uh, after 30 years of being apart. So yeah, I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Cassidy. All right. Uh, mine's going to the same one. Uh, Cassidy, uh, having shriek or, or Francis wrapped around his finger, um, after all these years, um, you know, you know, and it also seemed like, uh, they never really saw much of each other, even at the old place. They were in their own cells. Yeah, I guess, I guess after they turn teenagers, they lock them up or something. Because yeah. it seemed by the animation that they did that when they were younger, it was just like a normal school for right. you know, misfit children or whatever. But yeah, but then later, I guess her powers got better or got uh, increased, and so they ended up like locking her up. Who knows? Well, did they know that she had powers as a kid? I guess she yeah, did because yeah, she did because that that's why they got rid the of animation. Yeah, that's why they got rid of her, or that's why they they moved her was because her powers were getting uh, right too strong and erratic. Right. Yeah, puberty and all that. Um, you think she's a mutant? I mean, I mean, we could say she's a mutant, but do you think, in the context of the movie and the universe? Um, that she's a mutant? I don't know. I mean, they didn't show enough information. So right. we know that she had her powers like as an adolescent, it seemed. I don't know how old they were in that animation, so I couldn't say for yeah. sure. But typically mutant powers manifest during stressful times during puberty. Yeah. So if she had gotten her powers before that, then that doesn't really fit. So maybe... All right, Purple Hippo. Uh, I, I'm just giving the Purple Hippo to Cassidy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just, yeah, There's he's messed up. Yeah, Cassidy's getting mine too. Yeah. All right, so that was a four for four on all on, on us. We, It's like we were in sync. It was, it was so amazing. So amazing. All right, it is that time of the night or day. It's that time of the show. Um, it is random picking time. So, Jason, if you would be so kind as to uh, tell me when to stop. Tell you when to stop? We'll go ahead and stop. Yeah. Okay, I stopped. Hold on a second. All right, now give me a number uh, one through... 115. Which one has the good movie on it? <laughs> Which, whichever one you pick, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> no, I don't. Did you get rid of all the fucking animated stuff that's like uh, two minutes long? Not yet. God damn it. Um, let's, let's, just, do, let's just hope. Let's do 64. 64. All right. Okay, good news. Um, not animated. Oh, Jesus Christ, what's the bad news? Well, I don't know. You'll have to tell me. Um, hold on a second. All right. So, next time, we will be reviewing the movie where after being held captive in an Afghan cave, billionaire engineer Tony Stark creates a unique <laughs> weaponized suit for armor to fight evil. It is stars uh, Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Terrence Howard. It is 2008's 
Iron Man uh, kicks off the M- what we now know as the MCU. So that was not Deja too bad. Vu. Yeah, that one's not too bad, is it? No, no, that one's oh. fine. Oh. So uh, that is gonna do. We it should have a special t- guest during that episode. Look, I'll see what I can. I'll see what I can do. Um, maybe you know what? Maybe I'll find somebody, somebody that's intimately familiar with all things MCU, and um, yeah, maybe as a legend in his own mind. Who knows? That um, sounds our, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our intro and outro music is "Demon" by JVNA. Our pod crawl music is "Snack Mix" by Machette. If you like our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginkapes.com slash Discord. You can also email us at smokinganddrinkinginkapes at outlook.com. Be sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I am Rob. And I'm not Venom. No, you just like to eat head all day long. That still doesn't sound right. No, no, it doesn't. Oh, well. All right. Good night, everybody.